This episode of the OrthoBullets podcast will go over the topic of rectus femoris strain from the knee and sports section on orthobullets.com. Let's start this episode with a quick summary. A rectus femoris strain is a traumatic injury caused by overstretching of the muscle, which results in tearing of the muscle fibers of the rectus femoris. Diagnosis is made clinically with tenderness over the rectus femoris, made worse with resisted hip flexion or extension. Treatment is conservative with NSAIDs, rest, and stretching. Now, let's get into the episode. Starting with epidemiology, as far as demographics, rectus femoris strains are more commonly seen in soccer and football players. Moving on to etiology, as far as pathophysiology, the mechanism of a rectus femoris strain is sudden, forceful, eccentric contraction of the muscle. This can be seen in the setting of sprinting from a standing position or kicking a soccer ball with great force. As far as the pathoanatomy, in terms of acute injuries, these are usually more distal on the thigh. Chronic injuries usually occur closer to the muscle origin. Associated conditions with erectus femoris strain include an avulsion of the anterior inferior iliac spine, or AIIS. Adolescent athletes may have proximal bony avulsion of the anterior inferior iliac spine, and keep in mind that these injuries occur at the insertion site of the direct head of the rectus femoris. Now, let's go over some relevant anatomy, specifically osteology and muscles. So in terms of osteology, the anterior inferior iliac spine, or AIIS, as we just mentioned, is the origin of the direct head of the rectus femoris muscle. As far as muscles, the rectus femoris muscle crosses the hip and knee joint, and its function is to flex the hip and extend the knee. As far as presentation of erectus femoris strain, symptoms can include pain in the anterior aspect of the hip, secondary to strain or avulsion at the insertion on the AIIS, pain in the mid-thigh, which can be secondary to strain in muscle fibers, and pain distally, which is the most common finding. On physical exam, inspection and palpation may reveal tenderness to palpation in the injured area, specifically proximally at the origin of the rectus femoris muscle, the muscle belly at the mid-thigh region, or distally at the knee. Be sure to feel for a defect in the muscle, which indicates a full tear. However, this is typically an unusual finding. As far as provocative maneuvers, pain can be elicited with resisted hip flexion or extension. Recommended imaging can include MRI, ultrasound, and radiographs. Radiographs can be indicated when there's concern for avulsion at the insertion site on the anterior inferior iliac spine in adolescent athletes. However, findings are normal in most cases. Treatment for erectus femoris strain is non-operative, with NSAIDs, rest, ice, and stretching slash strengthening. This is the definitive treatment for the vast majority of patients. As far as outcomes, erectus femoris strain usually resolves within four to six weeks. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic might be tested. First question. An 11-year-old boy feels a snap in his right hip while jumping hurdles during track practice yesterday. Imaging reveals an avulsion fracture from the right anterior inferior iliac spine. He complains of pain to his right groin region and is walking with a limp. What physical examination test will cause the patient to experience the most discomfort? And the choices are 1. Resisted hip adduction. 2. Resisted hip abduction. 3. Resisted hip extension and for resisted knee extension. The correct answer to this question is for resisted knee extension. So this patient has an avulsion fracture from the right anterior inferior iliac spine. This is the site of origin of the rectus femoris tendon. Contraction of the rectus femoris is most pronounced with extension of the knee. 
The adductor muscles, which would be tested with resisted hip adduction, originate predominantly on the symphysis pubis. The abductors, which would be tested with resisted hip abduction, originate on the outer iliac crest. The hip extensors, which would be tested with resisted hip extension, originate on the posterior iliac crest. Moving on to the next question. A 14-year-old girl reports a three-week history of anterior thigh pain and a palpable mass after sustaining a soccer-related injury. Examination reveals a tender, firm mass in the mid-portion of the rectus femoris. MRI scans reveal a mid-substance partial rupture of the rectus femoris muscle. What is the most appropriate management? And the choices are 1. Incision and drainage of the abscess. 2. Non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, physical therapy, and a repeat MRI scan in 6 to 8 weeks. 3. Open biopsy. 4. Hematoma evacuation and musculotendinous repair. And 5. Primary wide resection followed by radiation therapy. The correct answer to this question is 2. Non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, physical therapy, and a repeat MRI scan in 6 to 8 weeks. So the history, examination, and MRI scan findings are consistent with a mid-substance partial rupture of the rectus femoris muscle. This is an injury masquerading as a, quote, pseudotumor. The lack of an appreciable mass effect on the T1-weighted MRI scan, the defined fluid signal on the T2-weighted scans, and the lack of significant contrast enhancement after gadolinium are all most consistent with injury rather than a neoplasm. Most of these injuries respond to non-surgical management. A few will benefit from late debridement and repair if symptoms fail to resolve in three to six months. The treatment of choice is non-surgical management with a follow-up MRI scan to verify that the findings are resolving. And moving on to the final question. A teenage boy injured his hip while competing in a track meet. His radiograph reveals a radio density overlying the right acetabulum, which is consistent with a mildly displaced AIIS avulsion in a skeletally immature patient. Which of the following muscles is most likely injured? And the choices are 1. Tensor fasciolata, 2. Gluteus medius, 3. Gluteus minimus, 4. Rectus femoris, and 5. Biceps femoris. The correct answer to this question is 4. Rectus femoris. So if you have good situational awareness and know that we're going over questions about rectus femoris strains, you should have gotten this question correct. But to quickly review, adolescent athletes may sustain an avulsion of the anterior inferior iliac spine, or AIIS, which is due to the pull of the rectus femoris. As we mentioned, this patient has a radiodensity overlying the right acetabulum, which is consistent with a mildly displaced AIIS avulsion in a skeletally immature patient. The rectus femoris originates at the AIIS and inserts into the patellar tendon as one of the four quadriceps muscles. That's all for this review about rectus femoris strain. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the OrthoBullets podcast, a daily audio review session by OrthoBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for orthopedic surgery education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on orthobullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the OrthoBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from the OrthoBullets podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you aren't already, be sure to follow OrthoBullets on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube for daily high-yield content. 
Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow right here on the Ortho Bullets podcast.